0: Hi there, welcome back. We're hot on the trail of Trump, Yvonne Schittler going to fucking jail. And I think he's going to be in, I think he's going to be arrested today because he said Tuesday.
1: Um.
2: I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Donald Trump is on his social media platform trying to foment violence as he's about to get criminally indicted. And he's using one Mm -hmm. of the accounts that are associated with him, an account called Trump War Room, to basically call out people in the MAGA Republican Party who have not vocally supported him yet. And this is what they posted on the Trump War Room official handle. It says the following. It has been over twenty four hours and some people are still quiet. History will judge. LOL Air Silence, and this is a threat aimed at anybody in the cult who is not out there basically. Doing what the cult is telling you to do, which is to support Donald Trump and basically spread all of the lies about deep state this and deep state that. Because in the Trump world, in the MAGA Republican cult world, this stuff, being mean, threatening people, is how you get things done. Especially if you put it in all caps. Like, here's the post that Donald Trump made on his social media platform. He goes, it's time exclamation point we are a nation in steep decline being led into world war three by a crooked politician who doesn't even know he's alive but who is surrounded by evil and sinister people who based on their actions on defunding the police destroying our military open borders no voter id inflation raising taxes and much more can only hate our now failing usa we just can't allow this anymore they're killing our nation as we sit back and watch we must save America, protest, 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 and you pair that with the other social media posts that Donald Trump is making. He's essentially calling for another insurrection. Look, everything he's saying in this post is obviously a lie right here. And if you go into just some of the details, too, about defunding the police, destroying our military, all of those things were policies by Donald Trump. They're the ones out there saying to abolish the FBI and to abolish our intelligence services and to abolish... Um, essentially all of the uh, abolish our role with nato i mean over and over again it's trump basically trying to diminish america's position in the world doing favors for vladimir putin but then you have to actually go over the weekend like the response to donald trump's mean tweets and saying you better not be silent like who does that attract like it attracts these leaders like rick scott the MAGA republican senator for Florida who basically reads a post like that and then he goes on the weekend shows and this is what Rick Scott goes he goes it's spurring our adversaries to say that we're weak where's Mitch McConnell here where's Mitch McConnell so you see here MAGA Republican Rick Scott who by the way when he was not a senator was involved in the largest Medicare fraud in American history and pled the fifth hundreds of times as well in connection with an investigation where his company was uh, criminally prosecuted and he got a golden parachute <laughs> after ripping off the government. This is just who these people are. Watch Rick Scott, what he said after Trump put out those statements.
3: It's spurring, it's spurring. Our adversaries just think that we're weak, they're meeting against us. What are you going to do about it? Where is Mitch McConnell? Where are the leading uh, Republicans saying that this is a true two standards of justice?
2: We have got to start standing up for justice, the same justice for everybody. And we've got to stop caving into Democrats. So we've got to find out what happened with Biden, with, with all that money. Why would you want to win it? And talk with kids <laughs> doing it. You can't think there's <laughs> a different state. If you can't do that, you can't do that.
4: What cares me? You don't trust the be a game. You don't trust me at the FBI anymore.
0: Deputize me, I'll do it. I scrambled it TikTok scrambled the audio on this video exclamation point. No no no, this is Instagram.
1: Hmm. Oh,
0: it fucked it up, so I did all the wonder if uh don't to
1: get fucking
0: Hmm. Interesting. Remix. <coughs> uh, That's where they fucked it up. (laughs) Instagram fucked it up.
4: Help me Rhonda! Help, help me
0: Rhonda! Help me Rhonda! Help me Rhonda! Help me round, tell me round, tell me round, tell me round,
4: tell me
2: round,
0: tell me round, tell me round, tell me round, tell me round, TikTok, I guess. Not Instagram. Sweater, or Let me check. Let me check the, uh,
4: <laughs> what? Well, how can how does it get have fifty seven the and the and when you go there.
0: Song for Hashtag Trump, I mean hashtag diaper dawn exclamation point. Sorry not sorry, motherfucker. Sorry not sorry, motherfucker. Hashtag FBR. Hashtag FBR party.
1: <laughs> <I> Whatever <know.
4: laughs> <laughs> no, Hey. for justice. To turn to a so <laughs> magistrate of any state or territory, so read that as a federal magistrate in Palm Beach County, charging the person <laughs> demanded with <laughs> the crime. <right. laughs> <laughs>
0: Rats, right. okay. Are still there. I keep turning this on and it, uh, Oh my god. That block.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Doo Oh wow. You actually are still there. Anyway, so let's get back on the trail, just uh, I was going to upload a short, so I just turn that into a three-minute. It's like stand. It's a kind of like improv, but it's also a like campaign. Uh, new. Okay, create short.
4: I'm a pepperoni.
0: just sounds Camiranda,
4: Camiranda, me, Camiranda,
0: Camiranda, Camiranda, Camiranda,
4: Camiranda, Camiranda,
0: Camiranda, 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 Camiranda,
4: Camiranda, get Camiranda, 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 Camiranda,
0: Thanks for eighty K on my podcast, hashtag politics AF exclamation point. I am hot on the trail of Trump going to jail. Exclamation point. Hashtag Midas Touch producer. The maddest, my dust. My dust. Uh, uploading to my videos okay here we go hunter biden delivers an aggressive blow to republicans in federal court Is
3: turning 16. you know She's i think he, uh oh was one day ago browsing.
0: and uh you know i was tweeting some days ago, Church
2: network Hunter Biden Why has did filed the fuck a federal the shit lawsuit against John thieves. Paul Mac Isaac, Prayer who is the owner of the repair yeah. shop where Hunter Biden purportedly left his laptop for over 90 days. Mac Isaac then took that laptop, claimed he what was then the rightful owner dude. of the laptop and then provided it to Rudy Giuliani's lawyer, who then provided it to right-wing media and utterly tainted the chain of custody, Mm -hmm. making it unclear what was legitimately on the laptop and what was fabricated on the laptop. Now, the issue is, under Delaware law, uh, it is deemed to be abandoned after one year. And here, one of the things that John Paul MacIsaac was apparently relying on was the fine print in the waiver that he has people sign when they go into the repair shop, which says it's deemed abandoned after 90 days, not the one year that's provided by Delaware law. Regardless, what Hunter Biden points out in his federal lawsuit is that even if it were to be abandoned, assuming our (laughs) it was to be abandoned, then you just become the owner of the laptop itself. OR THE PHYSICAL HARD DRIVE, YOU DON'T GET THE CONTENTS OF IT, YOU CAN'T GO THROUGH SOMEONE ELSE'S BELONGINGS, LOOK THROUGH THEIR PICTURES AND THEN SEND NAKED PHOTOGRAPHS OF PEOPLE OR SEND PHOTOGRAPHS OF PEOPLE HAVING CONSENSUAL-
0: HUNTER'S LAPTOP IS STOLEN PROPERTY, EXCLAMATION POINT, AND- Property, property, exclamation point. So anybody who is associated with it is tampering, complicit and tampering, complicit and tampering. Tampering. tampering, tampering with evidence, exclamation point, I don't fucking sign it, do it, tampering with evidence, they don't want me to be able to write that out, you know, sounds like, um, sounds like, uh, mm. Okay, um... I, I, uh... stuff here
2: intercourse that is an invasion of privacy and that is what this lawsuit that was filed by Hunter Biden in federal court in Delaware is all about it cites numerous counts of invasion of privacy for the reasons that I just stated now this federal lawsuit comes in the form of a cross complaint or counterclaim that is brought by Hunter Biden against John Paul MacIsaac also goes by the name MacIsaac Mac Isaac actually had the audacity to file a lawsuit against Hunter Biden back in October of 2022. Then that was removed to federal court. And then a cross complaint was just filed about two weeks after the removal to Delaware Federal Court. It was just filed by Hunter Biden. Now, we talked a few weeks ago about Hunter Biden getting more aggressive based on all of these attacks. Uh, and a lot of them just really despicable attacks yeah, by the right-wing echo chamber, and specifically their sharing of.
0: I would charge these people with terrorism. Just saying.
2: Naked photographs and photos of him engaged in consensual sexual intercourse. Frankly, it is incredibly bizarre and sick that that is what they are sharing and sex-shaming and doing all of the things that they're doing. But Hunter Biden hired a new legal team. That legal team sent an aggressive preservation uh, preservation of evidence letter to Mac Isaac, to Fox, to Tucker Carlson, to numerous other people. In the right wing echo chamber, alerting them that he was likely <laughs> going to be suing them. And this is exactly what we are now seeing Hunter Biden filing lawsuits against these individuals for the invasion of privacy. I mean, yeah. taking naked <laughs> photographs of him or even photographs of him and manipulating uh, them in any way to make
0: good for Hunter
2: seem naked or engaged in sex acts. Is an invasion of his privacy. And that's one of the important points in this lawsuit. In the first footnote on page 23, what Hunter Biden says is look, this is not an admission by Hunter Biden that Mac Isaac or others, in fact, possessed any particular laptop containing electronically stored data belonging to Hunter Biden. Rather, Hunter Biden simply acknowledges that at some point, Mac Isaac obtained electronically stored data some of which belong to Hunter Biden. Now, when uh, Mac Isaacs, the individuals who got the information from Mac Isaac rather, tried to pitch this to certain more credible...
0: These GOP insurrectionists keep saying that there is some evidence of Hunter's collusion with Russia or whatever... Um, Ukraine or some evidence of, of corruption in some way comma but all they produce are naked pictures of hunter and him doing culture, or whatever doing some coke or whatever. Naked pictures, thick pics. So, I think Defamation charges are in order as well. Exclamation point.
2: Media outlets, they demanded a chain of custody, and when that cannot be presented... Their people said, we cannot trust any of the data. So really you just had these right-wing uh, echo chamber propaganda papers like the New York Post and things controlled by Murdoch and other right-wing propagandists spreading this stuff. So let me just read for you from the federal lawsuit brought by Hunter Biden. So you get a flavor of what is being alleged here in this federal lawsuit brought by Hunter Biden against John Paul MacIsaac, who just goes that guy.
3: Stop getting ripped off by your car insurance company and no, check this out. Okay. are you ready? Off by your All right.
2: Car so. In or before April 2019, Mac Isaac, by whatever means, came into possession of certain electronically stored data, at least some of which belonged to Hunter Biden. Mac Isaac claims that he obtained lawful possession of the data because it was contained on a laptop that Hunter Biden left behind at Mac Isaac's repair shop, the Mac Shop. Behind. And that a repair authorization form allegedly signed by Hunter Biden provided that equipment left with the Mac Shop after 90 days of notification of completed service will be treated as abandoned and you agree to hold the Mac Shop harmless for any damage or loss of property. Mac Isaac further claims that because Hunter Biden never returned to the repair shop to retrieve his recovered data, Mac Isaac is thereby the rightful owner. To the equipment under the terms of the repair authorization form. The boilerplate terms of the repair authorization Charge form used that. by Mac Isaac were contained in small print at the bottom of the page, well below the signature line. Contrary to Mac Isaac's repair authorization form, Delaware law provides that tangible personal property is deemed abandoned when, quote, the rightful owner has left in the care or custody of another person and has failed to maintain, pay for the storage of, exercise dominion or control of, and has failed to otherwise assert or declare ownership's rights to the property for a period of one year. The procedure to obtain lawful title to abandon personal property requires the person in possession of the property to file a petition in court of competent jurisdiction. Other obligations must then also be satisfied before obtaining lawful title, such as the court sending notice to the owner and the petitioner posting notice in five or more public places and advertising the petition in a newspaper. Even if a customer of Mac Isaacs were to sign the repair authorization form, such a signature would be unenforceable under Delaware law as a typical small print adhesion clause for which there was no proper notice or opportunity to bargain or negotiate. And contrary to Mac Isaacs' claim that property left in his shop is abandoned property after 90 days, he admits in his recently published book and in other media appearances, that he actually began accessing what he claims he had in his possession as Hunter Biden's data long before 90 days had expired from when he claims any property or data was left in his shop. Isaac readily admits that, however, he came into possession of such material. His intrusion included viewing and accessing sensitive private material. From whatever the source, the material he then provided to others included photos of Hunter Biden using drugs without clothes and involved in intimate relations with other adults. In fact, Mac Isaac admits that while reviewing the data he possessed, he accessed material that made him uncomfortable. He also admits that the data he came into possession of and the files he directly accessed Will quote, none of his business. Eh. Moreover, even if the repair authorization form were enforceable under Delaware law, by its own terms, it provides abandonment of only, quote, equipment that is left behind at the Mac shop and not the data on or embedded within any such equipment. In fact, the repair authorization form states that the Mac shop will make every effort to, quote, secure your data. Customers who sign Mac Isaac's repair authorization form do not therefore waive any rights under Delaware law for the data that any equipment might contain. Reputable computer companies and repair people routinely delete personal data contained on devices that are exchanged, left behind, or abandoned. They do not open, copy, and then provide that data to others, as Mac Isaac did here. At no time did Hunter Biden grant Mac Isaac any permission to access, review, copy, or disseminate for his own purposes any electronically stored data that ever was created or received or maintained by Hunter Biden, regardless of how Mac Isaac came into possession of such material. And then the lawsuit asserts multiple counts of invasion of privacy, um, which is a very, very, very serious intentional tort. Invasion of privacy by intrusion. Invasion of privacy by publication of private fact and matter. Uh, Conspiracy to invade privacy by intrusion. Conspiracy privacy by publication of private facts. Aiding and abetting an invasion of privacy by intrusion. Aiding and abetting an invasion of privacy by publication of private facts and matters. Uh, And by the way, Mac Isaac had the audacity to sue Hunter Biden. uh, for defamation (laughs) to sue hunter biden for defamation back in october and essentially in that defamation lawsuit basically admitting to it admitting that he went through the laptop thought the 90 days expired and then gave it to rudy giuliani's lawyer Now, Mac Isaac claims that I didn't know that Rudy Giuliani's lawyer was going to do all of these things with it and give it to the New York Post. I didn't know about that at all. Well, you also don't know about the law at all, because you essentially just admitted and stipulated to invasion of privacy. Hunter Biden is going to win this lawsuit, and win this lawsuit big. And I do hope this is the first of many steps by Hunter Biden to sue all of these individuals for invasion. Bluetooth is connected. Bluetooth connected in consensual sexual relationships now I'm not going to play the video here of course or show you what Donald Trump posted for obvious reasons I will just describe it to you and on Donald Trump's social media about a week and a half or two weeks ago Donald Trump posted Uh, A video that purports to be Hunter Biden naked um, and engaged in uh, sexual relations with a woman and uh, Donald Trump basically wrote this is, you know, the laptop from hell and blah 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 but posted a sex shaming video of Hunter Biden. Look, I actually do hope that Hunter Biden also files an invasion of privacy lawsuit against Donald Trump as well. Uh, we will see and we will keep you posted here. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Look, so we are marching to 1 million subscribers in the month of March. Help us get there to 1 million subscribers. Big milestone. So all you got to do is hit subscribe. It's free to subscribe. So please, on the YouTube channel, hit subscribe right now. Check out all of our other content. We have an incredible group of contributors. contributors here who are working very, very hard as well. So make sure you hit the subscribe button. Also, you can check us out at patreon.com slash Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash MidasTouch. I think you'll love the content there.
0: Can y'all please put my podcast on your list of affiliated podcasts? Question mark, smiley face, hashtag politics AF.
2: Finally, wherever you get your audio podcasts, just search for Midas Touch Podcast, and you can subscribe to our audio podcast for free. Thanks so much for watching it and hit subscribe right now. Until next time, I'm Ben Myself. Love this video? Then you'll love the Midas Touch podcast. Listen as my brothers and I break down the latest news and chat with top political leaders on the fastest growing pro-democracy podcast in the world. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Friday. Add the Midas Touch podcast right now wherever you listen to your podcasts.
0: I hope democracy prevails. I think it does. Indictment plans revealed two hours ago. BB.
4: I'm say. You dad? sucked up to him! me <laughs> <laughs> You be good. A There's a the coming. You cut the tension here. <laughs>
1: going to be good,
0: exclamation point. Everybody grab your popcorn, exclamation point.
3: Big news coming out of the Manhattan DA's office today, my former office, where I worked for almost three decades, and I was the chief assistant, which is the number two there. Big news. Donald Trump is expected to be indicted today, Monday, or Wednesday of this week. This is finally happening, everybody. Donald Trump is gonna be the first former president to be indicted criminally. So what do we, why do we know that it's happening uh, Monday or Wednesday and not Tuesday? Well, we know that the grand jury is only sitting a few days a week, which is very customary in special grand juries. What happens is this is not a regular grand jury. Uh, oftentimes with long-term investigations, it, it is routine to uh, have a special grand jury, different from like what's in the Fulton County grand special grand jury where they can only do a report. These special grand juries just sit for longer periods of time to hear a discrete case because grand juries only sit for either two weeks or four weeks. And, and if you think a case is going to take longer, you call for a special grand jury. Normally, they sit for three days a week, and it's usually a half day, so either mornings or afternoons. And based on when we know Michael Cohen testified, which was on a Monday and a Wednesday, we know that those are the two days, Monday and Wednesday afternoon, we know that those are the two days that the grand jury is sitting, and perhaps a third day, whether it's a Thursday or a Friday. And so that's why we expect it to be either today, Monday, or Wednesday. So what's happening next, Michael? Michael Cohen's former attorney, uh, Mr. Costello, was uh, seen going into the DA's office today. And why is he testifying if it's not something that the prosecution would call? Well, the reason is because once a defendant knows about a grand jury proceeding, or or I shouldn't, I should say, a target or a possible defendant, which is what Donald Trump is, they can also ask that certain evidence. certain evidence be presented to the grand jury. They have that right to request that. So in addition, if you recall, Donald Trump was given the opportunity to testify. That's, that's one way they can present evidence, and he declined that. However, he is asking that other evidence go before the grand jury, and that's in the form of Mr. Costello. So the way that works is a prosecutor will then go into the grand jury room, and they will ask the grand jury, they will say, that the, um, the, the defendant in this case has requested uh, that the following witness be called before the grand jury. Would you like to hear from that person? And the grand jury votes yes or no. If they vote yes, Mr. Costello will go in and testify. If they vote no, then I expect that they will go straight into charging... Uh, which means means the prosecutor informs them of what the law is that they need to vote on, and then they will vote, and that's that. So if, however, Mr. Costello does go in, I suspect that that could take some time this afternoon, and then the prosecution may choose to call Michael Cohen, who is on standby, as a rebuttal witness to rebut whatever it is that Costello is going to say. Now, it's been reported that one of the things uh, he's going to talk about is he's going to try to uh, call Michael Cohen unstable and talk about his mental acuity and really try to just disparage him and make him look like an unstable, unreliable witness fine that's fine the prosecutor knows how to deal with that and i'm sure it's no news to anybody Uh, but it's a good thing if he testifies uh, for the prosecution i think because what it does is it only makes the prosecution's case stronger in that prosecutor can see what are the defenses what are they going to say how are they going to attack witnesses Um, and it's a way of also locking them into a defense right Locking them into a particular issue So there is no downside, uh, really, except unless he has some kind of magic, you know, evidence that exculpates Donald Trump. If he has that, if he has, you know, something like that, I suppose the grand jury could decide not to indict the case. But this seems like a Hail Mary from the Trump side, uh, trying to convince the grand jury not to indict him. Law enforcement has been ready. It's, they've reported for several days now that they are completely ready. They're coordinating uh, in New York how to um, deal with the fact that Trump is calling for protests. I mean, he's he's asking people to protest his arrest, and it's very similar to his requests uh, on January six. Is he when when he? When he called upon his supporters to um, massively protest uh, the um, the election counting uh, and mike pence in congress now this is absolutely ridiculous to request protesters to come here and potentially disrupt a uh, a criminal prosecution and it's irresponsible of him now i am not at all worried that the nypd in conjunction with the secret service the courts the da's office fbi joint terrorism task force and, and every other law enforcement entity in new york i am not at all concerned that they cannot handle whatever it is that these individuals uh, are going to bring to the table. New York City is not—it's um, not foreign to New York City to have mass protests, even violent protests. Uh, we've we've had them for many, 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 many years, and there is no place I feel safer or more confident than New York City when it comes to New York City's law. New York, New York City law enforcement's ability to protect people and to keep everybody safe. What I am concerned about, and what is very upsetting to me, is how Donald Trump thinks he is above the law. He thinks the law doesn't apply to him. He's calling into question this case. He's calling it a political prosecution. What he's doing, however, there are, there are a dozen trials going on right now at the Manhattan courts, right? Because that's what, that's what they do. They have trials. There are people who are being charged and trying to have their day in court. In fact, there are two murder cases where they're supposed to sum up on Tuesday. How are the jurors going to get to court? How are the jurors going to get through all of his, his supporters? He is trying to disrupt the criminal justice system because he doesn't think the rule of law applies to him. He thinks this is an, a nothing case, that it's politically motivated, but frankly, if, no, this was, if, if Alvin know. Bragg was politically motivated to bring that. a charge against Donald Trump, why didn't he bring the case that was handed to him from Sivan that the two senior prosecutors who publicly resigned said was ready to go? They thought it was wrapped in a bow and ready to go, and in fact, when they left, one of them wrote a book and is throwing a very public temper tantrum about the fact that his, uh, his judgment wasn't, um, wasn't trusted and taken into consideration uh, when Alvin Bragg said he wanted more evidence. Well, frankly, if this was a political prosecution or a political persecution, the way they're trying to say with George Soros, et cetera, then, then Alvin Bragg would have brought that case. But that is not the case. What, what Alvin Bragg does is what every other prosecutor does in this country. Without fear or favor, he follows the evidence wherever it leads. And you know what? You look around this country and you will see our prisons and jails and, and courthouses filled with people of color who are being charged with much less lesser crimes than, than than this one. For misdemeanors and felonies that are much, much lesser crimes than this one. But you know what? the law applies to people of privilege as well like Donald Trump and he cannot get away with doing this because just because he was president by not prosecuting him for this you would be treating him differently than everybody else so it's the opposite and so but this is huge news he is going to be indicted or i should say the grand jury is going to vote and and hopefully they'll they'll vote in indictment because as far as i can tell uh alvin bragg believes that he can prove this case beyond a reasonable doubt and nobody is above the law even him and nobody should be intimidated to bring a case because the bully donald trump is trying to intimidate uh the the prosecutors from doing their job and you know Prosecutors, and I myself, when I used to prosecute violent gangs, sometimes there were death threats that happened, and sometimes they would intimidate witnesses, they would intimidate prosecutors, uh, and... And you have to you have to still put your head down and do your job. You do not you do not ever, ever make a decision based on threats, based on fear or based on politics. And that's exactly what's happening here. And Donald Trump doesn't like it, which is why he is pulling out all the stops. And and, you know, he, last week he said, I, I'm going to be arrested on Tuesday. Well, there was no. Nobody said he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. That was just his way of both inciting violence and trying to bait the prosecutors into telling him what is going on and when. Because he doesn't like not being in control. So he does it again. And he continues to just say things that aren't true. And... And it, this is going to come to an end very, very soon and come to a head very soon, uh, as soon as the grand jury votes and decides whether or not to charge the former president with a crime. Now, just to be clear and to remind everyone, what the grand jury does is secret. And any indictment of the president, the former president, will be sealed because this is an indictment before there is an arrest. And so the law in New York keeps that information secret until he is brought before a court where charges will be the charges. will be uh, told to him and he'll be arraigned and he'll ask to enter a plea, which I'm sure he'll say not guilty. And at that point, that's when the indictment is unsealed. Unless, of course, the indictment is, um, or the fact of the indictment is leaked. And the one person I would expect that you would get this information from first is the former president.
0: Because Mr. (laughs) Trump
3: likes to, um, likes to, uh, create chaos, call himself a victim. And get the information out there first to try to win in the court of public opinion, rather than speaking in court, which is where prosecutors are um, permitted to speak, and the only place that they speak. So, what will happen? Let's say, let's say he is indicted today. The first thing that will happen is that the prosecutors will take um, an indictment and have it signed by the four-person of the grand jury, and then they will file it under seal with the court and uh, also file what's known as an arrest warrant that's just common paperwork that will happen in, uh, in an indictment situation like this. And then the next thing that will happen is what is customary in, a ca- in cases like this, not treating Donald Trump any differently than anybody else, is they give him an opportunity to surrender. The only time they would go out and try and arrest him without giving him an opportunity to surrender would be, A, if they think he's going to flee the jurisdiction, or B, if they think evidence can be destroyed. I don't know that either of those things are the case here. There's also a logistical problem with in de- with arresting him uh, before giving him an opportunity to surrender, which is he's not in the jurisdiction of New York right now. He's in Florida. So law enforcement in New York does not have jurisdiction to, to arrest him in Florida. They'd have to coordinate with local law enforcement, and then Governor DeSantis would have to... Uh, agree to send him to Governor Hokel, who's the New York okay. governor, okay. and then he would come here, wah, but uh, wah, he would wah, be extradited wah. here. But I, I don't know how that would play out, given how political uh, Florida is and the governor is down there. So so I think they're going to give him an opportunity to surrender, which he would come and he would be uh, processed, he would be photographed, he would be fingerprinted, he may or may not be handcuffed, he would be read his Miranda warnings. Uh, all of that would occur um, at, uh, at the Manhattan DA's office, which is um, in lower Manhattan, attached to the courts where he will be arraigned. We don't know yet who the judge is going to be, but my guess would be it's Juan Mershon since he's already handled uh, the Trump organization um, matter as well as uh, Steve Bannon. So, but who knows, you know, it's up to the court to decide who to assign. And then he would enter a plea of not guilty and the case would proceed from there. Like every other case, there's nothing special about this case, nor should there be anything special about this case just because he was a former president. He should be treated like every other person who breaks the law in this country. One other just small possibility is that he, that, that it is determined that, uh, that it would be too much of a circus or a security risk to do this arraignment in person and they might request that he be arraigned uh, via video or remote um, that's uh, that's complicated. Whether that can be done where, where there's already a felony indictment, uh, so so that is something that they have to they'd have to, um, they'd have to uh, sort out, or whether he could be um, arraigned in another location, say at Trump Tower. Uh, you know, sometimes when when people when like like say a defendant is in the hospital uh, because they are you know injured. Um, but they need to be arraigned. Sometimes uh, what happens is a prosecutor, a defense attorney, and a judge travel to the hospital and arraign the person there. So I suppose that could also happen if for some reason uh, people thought that was a good thing to do, but I doubt either of those things will happen because Donald Trump wants the biggest spectacle he can get. He will perp-walk him so that he can show that he's a victim of political persecution and all the other things he says. He will give press conferences and he will make this the biggest show uh, that he can make it and he'll use it to try and uh, inflame and incite his base. And that's what I think is going to happen. But big, big, big news and uh, coming out of the Manhattan DA's office, I expect to see an indictment today or Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining. I'm Karen freepenag Agnifilo with uh, Legal AF.
2: Our blue wall stopped the red wave, and election deniers got denied election. That's why we're celebrating with the new Democracy Prevails team. We've got lots of work to do, but we should all be proud that when democracy was tested, democracy prevailed. You've earned this. Don't wait. Get yours right now at store.midistouch.com. That's store.midistouch.com. Yeah, I
0: mean, I know. So, so voila! Thanks for like. Silicon Valley Bank has collapsed,
4: and federal regulators have taken control. Trying to stem any sort of contagion effect. Impacting tech startups and customers in limbo, time. raising oh, that's, concerns that's.
2: about the broader economy.
0: If we hadn't it's been driving, driving our, our economy,
2: economy, earning a college degree shouldn't okay. take four years, and it doesn't have to. WGU's online degree programs let me get to my diploma faster. I can spend I like my time learning Congress what I don't now. know, not repeating what I already do and accelerating my yeah. progress.
0: Um, thanks for ADK. Should be about 80k right about now. Right about now. That is awesome news. Thank you so much, Karen. that is awesome news thank you so much Karen for your service exclamation point I am proud producer for y'all smiley face
3: is coming out of the Manhattan DA's office today my former office where I worked for almost three decades. And I was the chief assistant, which is the number two there. Big news, Donald Trump is expected to be indicted today, Monday, or Wednesday of this week. This is finally happening, everybody. Donald Trump is going to be the first former president to be indicted criminally. So what do we why do we know that it's happening uh, Monday or Wednesday? and not Tuesday. Well, we know that the grand jury is only sitting a few days a week, which is very customary in special grand juries. What happens is this is not a regular grand jury. Uh, Oftentimes with long-term investigations, it it is routine to uh, have a special grand jury, different from like what's in the Fulton County grant special grand jury where they-
0: To be the first former president to be indicted criminally.